the Sydney Cricket Ground. One way shot under pressure. This is where goal. The best kind of goal. What a legend. Maybe daily. It's a hell of a time of year. The birds are singing. Those magpies, those pesky magpies, Chioch. The days are longer and the sun is crackling on our collectively pasty skin. But more importantly, it's footy finals time, my friends. And while the big boys and Polo Boy himself decide to take the weekend off, there's no such rest for the true heroes of real footy. <laughs> Local footy. Community footy. Real footy played by real legends. And I'm with one of those legends right now. I'm with East Burwood Rams, stalwart, former skipper, current coach, former sponsor, current games record holder, former BNF winner, and current and former all-round good guy. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Mint Sports Choco Doco has just been released. You have no excuse not to go down in the show notes and click on that YouTube link. It's not that hard, guys. Left click button. There's no AFL footy this weekend, so clasp those bleary peepers around the Choco 500. You can find it in the show notes, like I said. We'll wait. Do it now. We'll wait. It's only eight minutes. Go and watch it. I'll even give you some thinking music. <laughs> good is that tune all right craig choco malley 500 gamer how are you mate sunny man good mate thanks thank for you having me. thank you for joining us mate and i've got to start straight away by saying thanks for the access that you gave us because on the day everyone's just gone and watched the doco so they all know what happens no spoilers needed here the link is below go and click it on the day you allowed for us unprecedented access and i'm tipping it was similar for you in terms of the cameras, the microphone on your body. You're back on Media Street, mate. <laughs> How does it feel? Yeah, it's obviously something you don't <laughs> get week to week in local footy. But it was, yeah, it was something a bit special, I suppose. And, yeah, happy to, you know, give you boys access and, and other people as well, I suppose, on the day. But mate, it was, it was um, yeah, it was good. I think we should get into the day and how you feel about it and how it went in a second. But I should just lay the scene for anyone who doesn't know you. A few brief stats. So just run me through 500 games. Mate, 500 games. I don't reckon I've done anything 500 times that I'm proud of. Certainly not that I would have let someone mic me up and film. That's for damn sure. Because <laughs> the feds would get involved. So give me a brief history. You played for the mighty East Burwood Rams. When was your first game? 1990 in the under-10s. Wow. My brother went down first, the under 12s, and I followed him because Dad ran, ran the local Vic kick at our primary school, the Burnham. Yeah, right. So Greg, my brother, went down. That was sort of one of the closer clubs to us. He went down, he started the year, and then, you know, watching and on a Sunday and that, I was pretty keen to get out there too. So I probably was like round four or five. I might have 
Went to I training. didn't start ya. No, I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go down until that, that. Couldn't your old man, your old man Kev O'Malley, one of the great friends of the pod, absolute legend, get on to Kev's clipping if you need some gardening done. Is he still doing that? No, no he's not. All right, don't get on to Kev's clipping. <laughs> Just go to Bunnings and do it yourself, you lazy bastard. He couldn't pull any sway, mate, get you in there? It was a few weeks in they thought, hey, this youngster here with the massive calves, get him on. He needs to do some running. No, I actually didn't go to start training until like... Oh, so you're lazy. Okay. Yeah. Well, mum wanted to wait until next year. So I sort of pulled dad's, dad's arm and he... I'm so me. glad you said arm then. <laughs> <laughs> what a family. <laughs> tight. Very tight. Okay, so 1990s. Yeah. What about some stats? Any flags? Oh, a couple of lightning premierships yep. back then. He didn't play competition until under 14s. So. What's a lightning premiership? So under 10s and 12s, you have like a round robin. Oh, like a big day out. Yeah, the you play like three games. Festival. You win them all, you go into like a final and... Okay. Good little taste, though, for the future. Good little taste, yeah. And, um, and what's the winner's piss like there? Is it Pasito? What do we have? <laughs> oh, yeah. Would have been, oh, yeah. Would have been, or maybe Tab back in those days. Tab. <laughs> okay. Showing our age in a big way here. Got a big slab of Tab from Bilo. Mm. What about flags down the line? Yeah, well, so under, by the time we got under 18s, we, we went back to back in 99, 2000. That's a good couple of years. Uh, what a great time of life to be playing... Footy as well. Hmm. Went and saw your game last week in the under-19s with a curtain raiser. Yeah. And for starters, massive. Yeah. Massive units. Yeah. Like, intimidatingly large. Must be the process, mate, or something these yeah, days. Yeah, look, they're standing in manure, mate. Something's happened within a generation. <laughs> but footy at that age means everything to you. Yeah. You're 18, you're 19, you're just trying to cut one away from a dance floor and that's your priority. But everything is built around footy. Yeah. Tuesday, you catch up and tell the stories at training. Thursday, selection. It's the new Friday, few pots. Just got your license, yeah. you know, driving your mates to the ground. 19, and... 19, you're going around. Then Saturday, you play. There's yeah. a bit of butt slapping and a few wins and you sing the song and get on it. And it's like, right, where are we heading tonight? Yeah. Who's going to fuck up? <laughs> Okay, and Sunday you're probably kicking on and doing the same thing or you're too putrid to know what you are yeah. and it goes again. It's yeah. such a great little like microcosm of the importance of local footy, I reckon, oh, that age. Some great memories. And you went back age. to back, you greedy yeah. bastard. Well, actually, 2000, well, we all won it, the 18s, reserves and seniors, yeah. and that was played at Waverley Park. It was the last, the senior game was the last game ever played at Waverley. Really? Before they knocked it all down and developed it and all that. Yeah. You're going to tell me you had like the last kick after the siren or something? Like <laughs> nah, I did kick a goal. We played the Friday night. So it was Division 1 and 2. So like, you know, there was two 18s on this Friday night and then there was four games on the Saturday. Festival of footy. Oh. Slept in my car at Ram Stadium Friday night. <laughs> jumped on the bus with the twos back to Waverley <laughs> Saturday morning. I'm glad you're not superstitious. <laughs> you're like 42 years old. Yeah, got to sleep in the car tonight, boys. Uh, it worked for me back in the day. Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Dude, where's my car? Where's your car, dude? Dude, where's my car? Flags back to back in around the turn of the century. Any more since then? Or yeah, that was... so then lost... Oh, sorry, won the reserves one the following year. In 01, lost the senior one, 02. Yep. Well, 33 points up at three-quarter time. Oh, we'll get into that. Um, 03, another reserves win. 04, lost seniors. Jeez, you're in the thick of it around and that a couple time. of reserves ones in the next sort of 15 years after that. Any BNFs at the Rams for you? No BNFs. No. Would you poll? Would you get some votes? Yeah, or not? I reckon 04 would have been my best year in the ones. Like, I think I came seventh or something in the BNF. Yeah, right. We had blokes like Steve Zeller playing and Jeez. Paul Broderick and... 
Stealing votes off your mate. Stealing yeah, votes. Yeah. No, I didn't know. Yeah. Umps love those blokes. Umps love them. <laughs> best and fairest. Can't I just be voted on the best? Same in the AFL, mate. They don't, you don't see back pockets winning brown lows. Plenty okay. of most improves in coaches awards, though. Mate, is there anything, <laughs> slight musing, is there anything worse than really getting the coaches award as a kid in well, any sport? You might as well just get nothing, but I think getting most, <laughs> getting most improved... Like four times is even worse because <laughs> how many times? Mate, you keep getting better and you're still not winning anything significant. Yeah, so. It should be called the, I guess it doesn't fit on the trophy, but something like, we really thought you were shit house, but you're not as bad as we thought. So yeah. great, four years running, yeah. most improved. You're like the fifth magnet put on the board, not like yeah. you know, the 19th man on the bench. I learnt your name halfway <laughs> through the season. It's amazing. Hey, uh, any suspensions? Uh... Did that well, cost you? No, no. In your played... whole career, 500 gamer. No, but I did get. Mate, you're not trying hard enough. Get your head over it. <laughs> I did get two yellow cards in one game. Oh. And that's supposed to be a red card. What? And they just never realised? Nah, so. And nothing ever eventuated, so. That's the closest I got. It's funny you say that because I've got the judiciary on the phone now. <laughs> okay. And I'm afraid you're out for next week, uh, mate. You are going to have to suffer that. Okay. All right, and what about the big one? You've got a family in your fifth decade of life, technically. <laughs> Well, not technically. That's how it works. Once you tick on to 40. How many retirements? Well, everyone says this. Yeah. And you were there. Johnny Farnham style, is it? I've only actually set, I've only retired, announced my retirement once. Okay. It was in 2012. 2012? <laughs> Over a decade ago, you, you pulled stumps. Yeah, I was there. I thought so I didn't have to go out to build anymore. We, we it's been a rough before. decade for me. <laughs> the last home game was a week before we announced it there, so I got chaired off for that. And then next week, because the last game was, a, you're, was you're, so away. Sick, you're so sheepish already. You're like, yeah, got cheered off for that one. Oh, boy. So you're going to cheer off the following week at Knox. And then, yeah, oh, I was about round six or seven the next year. I just, boys need me. Oh, I just got the itches. I just, because yeah. I said I'd stay involved and help out on the bench or something. Sure. But, I'll retire, but I'll just hang around all the time and not get the joy of actually playing. Cheers. Yeah. No, thanks. So, all right. Yeah. Well, that clears that up. It's only been one retirement. Fair enough. Only quitters quit. You know why you quit? Because you're a quitter. Quitter. Quitter boy. Quitter boy. Let's talk about the day itself. Let's talk about the Choco Doco, the Choco 500, the Chocumentary. It's got a few names. It's one thing going for it. What was it like for you with all the added attention of not just us, who you gave such great access to, but... You had Channel 9 and other news crews down there. You had them calling you throughout the week. Yeah. Old mate doing his own footy show who yeah. got a truckload of footage, did really well. What, in hindsight, was that like for you? Uh, to be honest, it was it was extremely overwhelming. Like, I knew you blokes were doing your thing and like you're all good mates of mine, so I felt comfortable mm. with that. Mm. You know, I think the 3AW radio thing on the Tuesday that week kicked it all off. Mm. And then, yeah, it was like, even at work, like, wasn't getting much done. Like, I was on the phone all day. Really? Right, you know, trying to send blokes Channel 9 and that photos when I was a kid. And oh, mate. It was a fucking pain in the ass. And you're a man who's known for around the traps, like, if you want a house knocked up in yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just do it. I've worked so for I'm you. I've been a labourer for you back in the day when you helped me out of one of my many jaunts of yeah. semi-employment. And I was like, oh, okay, so you can build a house in a day. <laughs> What is going on? So the idea of you having to deal with that and also having it take away from your normal routine, mm. do you think that drained you on the day? It did a little bit, yeah. yeah. The who we played that day knocked us out 
of the prelim last year and yeah, I was sort of looking forward to that game. To you had it in the calendar the year before. Yeah, and it wasn't like I think I needed four more games to the milestone, and I it just happened to be that game. Like I think it was round seven in the end. So you, wasn't, you should have really yeah, I probably made sure it was against. Well, I wanted it to be a home game, after. and then of course, but get a anyway. get a dud. Well, it's because I'm coaching the twos. Yeah, well, I said I'd, I'm not going to drop blokes. I'm not going to pick myself in front of anyone else. Sure. And then I think I did it round one. <laughs> and then we've been... No, I did not offer myself, sorry. Oh, I don't have to drop. Hang on a Look, guys, there's one thing you've got to know. I am, I am never going to do this. So round one rolls up, and uh, you know what? I get the itch. No, I Here meant we go. That's the only round I had to drop anyone. Not for myself, I didn't play round Is there any truth to the rumour that before selection, you were seen with a balaclava and a crowbar... <laughs> With the starting centre-half back and just kneecapping him, Tonya Harding style, in in the backyard. It wasn't long before Tonya was answering questions about last week's attack on fellow skater Nancy Kerrigan. Tonya had been questioned by the FBI. They talk to everybody and they're doing um, a thorough investigation to try and find the man who did it. Without the competition of Kerrigan, Harding won the national title and a trip to the Olympics by a wide margin. How do you go as a player coach? Because I just find it insane to fathom how you can actually do both roles correctly. Because even in the AFL, you see certain coaches want to be on the bench, some want to be up high, they've got a whole team supporting them. I guess that's part of it. You just trust your team of great coaches. But when you're playing and worried about getting your head over a contest and someone's whacking you in the ribs and the ump's giving everything against you, how do you then... At quarter time, go. You know what? I reckon if we expand on the wing on the left, like how do you do both? Well, it's actually. I think it's in a well for myself and the actual. We've got a very young side. The average age would have to be twenty two or something. So having a few older heads around and out there, you can actually direct in that pretty well. So you do it on the ground a fair bit. Like I mean, you'd be vocal anyway. Yeah, but... yeah. Like you just directional and stuff. Like obviously, uh, as you know, we can't rely on our runner to to get messages out there. There's not enough time. <laughs> For anyone. That's another podcast. That is another podcast. I tell you what, runner is a loose term for friend of the pod, great friend of the pod, friend of the Rams, Sammy P. He he sports the fluorescent pink and uh, he flaunts the rules of the runner. It's not called the stand and scratch yourself and yell out whatever the coach is saying next to you. It's called the runner. Left leg, right leg. Your body will follow. We won't get into that. So the hardest part for us, I've got to let you know, is that no one on the day had anything negative to say about you. <laughs> so it's not the greatest piece of content because it's like, yeah, he's a legend. He's great. There's no light and shade. I was very tempted to plant someone on, on the day and call you an <laughs> asshole. So this is a time capsule for you in your life. You can yeah. look back at it and go, oh, that's cool. I did that. So your president, Libby, fearless Libby the leader, comes up to me. I go down training on the Thursday having a chat. I said, how's he been? He's trying to make it not about him, but it's all about him. It's like, yeah, yeah. And she was a little bit frantic. She had everything in control. One of the classic footy and netball club presidents. So many plates in the air. And just still making sure that the bloody thermos is on Saturday morning. You know, like, does everything. Yeah. Legend Libby. So she's gone, yeah, no, he said he didn't want anything. No fuss at all. Blah, blah, blah. He just mentions in passing, look, in all honesty, all I want to be able to do is run out through the banner with my kids. And she goes, ah, oh, shit, I've got to get a banner. <laughs> so they were frantically running around while I was there on the Thursday night going, how are we going to get a banner made up in this short of time? But a banner was made up because that's what people do at footy clubs. They bond together and they band together. And your son, Billy, stacking it on entry is definitely a highlight. Yeah. If you were saying that I pulled him over, I just don't think he could keep it up. <laughs> he just didn't want it. He didn't want it enough. No, but there were also old mates and good friends of the pod, 
Danny O'Hazy as a Willens who got to play with you again. Yeah. That must have been a nice touch, being able to play with blokes it that was. you grew up playing with. 100%. Uh, yeah, well, Danny was has helped me out anyway as an assistant coach yeah. with another pass player. But, yeah, that week, like, like I said, round one, I had to drop someone because we had... Because you wanted to play. No, I didn't yeah. play, but we had no, too no, many. No, we all got it. I finally found the dirt. <laughs> New beauty. Couldn't find anything on the day. Turns out this bloke's an asshole. Yeah, maybe you should have spoken to the kid I dropped. <laughs> but since then, we, you know, we've been sure we've had injuries. Blokes have gone away. Like the, we, yeah, you made oh, sure of it. Oh, yeah. I was able to play <laughs> a bit more. So Danny, yeah, Danny was thinking about playing a few games throughout the year anyway. Keeps himself in pretty good nick, as does as a Williams. Oh, mate. Fit um, as a trout. Disturbing. He played a couple of seasons back in the day, so he still went up into the attic and found his old Rams jumper. And It's disgusting that 20 years later it still fits. <laughs> Made me feel pretty bad about myself. It makes no sense. It doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Then you also had your wonderful wife Renee there. One of the highlights for me of the little piece was in the rooms afterwards, give her a kiss on the cheek and you can just hear you sort of under your breath thumb a little bit of claret off her cheekbone got a bit of blood on your doll <laughs> she didn't bat an eyelid and i thought right there that is footy that is marriage that is life you got yep. a bit of blood on your doll that's why you do it no dramas <laughs> mate what about afterwards the relief yep. i mean no spoilers you've all seen it go and click on the link you want the theme music again i'll give you some more all right here it is Okay, you should have done it the first time. You wouldn't have to waste your time then. The day itself, after the game, after all of the build-up and emotion, what was the overriding feeling? <laughs> I was pretty relieved when it was all done. Didn't get the result. It was probably the worst game of footy as a spectator to watch. You know, it was a bit wet and the ground Not one for the target. neutrals? Yeah, it was like 34 to 24 or something. Yeah. So one of the only games footy. of footy I've seen where the scoring end wasn't actually at either end. <laughs> Like, bloody hell, they're doing well in the middle of the ground. Well, we didn't kick a goal to the last quarter. Yeah, that's just bad coaching. Yeah, well, they swung me forward and <laughs> oh, actually had me handed all three. They, right <laughs> on, mate. Player coach decides that someone else made the move to put him forward. Jeez, it would have been nice for you to jag one. Just oh, no, I mean, I've got my hands on a couple. Yeah. But I dished off, you know, I'm teaming. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the footage. <laughs> yes. Go to the tape. Bullshit. So it was more relief and the exhaustion from the week oh, must have was, taken yeah. its toll. It was. I think I said to you boys when we had a chat in yeah. the back room after the game, like I'm just, once I had that first beer and just sat down and... Yeah. Like, and it is a great achievement, I mean, I suppose, but I'm, I originally wasn't sure if it's as big as everyone was making it out to be. Mm. There's probably blokes that have played that many games of footy, but I suppose at the one club is the, is the thing. Yeah, it um, is, but it's more to it than that. It's very much layered. We're looking at decades, so that yeah. tells you something already. This yeah. bloke's got work rates, he's got loyalty, loves footy, loves that footy club. Mm. There's the one man for one team, which yeah. tells us all that you're basically just not good enough to make it somewhere else. No, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When I was in my prime, as they say, I was waiting by my yeah. phone for... There's a lot coaches. of blokes who played about 200 and then uh, got paid to play somewhere else. But yeah. that's all right, mate. You just hit that sweet, sweet spot. No, but it, it tells all you need to know. But then it's about the club man aspect of it. And it's a huge part of your life. So you, you've got to have felt exhausted and relieved, not because of just the week, but it's like, oh, shit, doing 500 of something yeah. every week yeah. where you are emotionally invested 
takes its toll week after week. So for it to be all built up on one day mm. must have just been a drain. How did you pull up the next day? Because <laughs> I, I reckon I left your joint at around five in the morning and you were still belting out obscure Bon Jovi tunes on the couch saying the same thing after each one. This is his best. This is his best. There's not many that have that many good tracks. Yeah, it was a hell of a celebration. Yeah. I felt like I'd played 500 games <laughs> and lost on the siren the next day. How'd you pull up? Yeah, like a freight train, yeah. to be honest. It was, um... <laughs> but that, that was good. Like it was... <laughs> Your eyes then just sort of glossed over into this like, oof, don't have 500 of those in me. <laughs> like a freight train, to be honest. But it, it, was, it was like you say, yeah, I've obviously been there for a long time, but a lot of my best mates and that I've met through footy, and played with and, and they were still there in the rooms like the old days you know upstairs after a game and yeah that's great that stuff I mean you still have a beer and that but it's all it's a lot different these days obviously yeah. the generation and whatnot and all the old supporters and stuff that, that don't come every week they're all a bit of holding that now but they yeah. they were there that day and but it's also a great opportunity I assume for someone who again pissing in your pocket here but for someone who's naturally humble you got the keys to the city that night you can basically be like yeah I am shit hot you didn't do that but it would be nice to be like, okay, every single person here is here to acknowledge it. Yeah. And it would be it'd be a good little pump up. You'd have a nice little sort of Saturday night fever strut going on the next morning if you weren't too putrid. It did happen to be ladies' day too during that day. Hey, you don't have to tell me twice. That was more intimidating than any footy I saw. <laughs> I went up there earlier and it was just this throng of throbbing flesh drinking Prosecco. Like it was basically a zombie apocalypse and that yeah. was the cure to stop them from coming in. And Libby, the prez, was like, mate, you can go up there, but good luck. Yeah, so, no, I, I think I can handle it, uh, Lib. Mate, ran out the back, jumped through a plate glass window. There was mayhem in that joint. It was. They're doing the nut bush at five in the Arvo. <laughs> Calm down. What yeah, is this? You can't do that during the day. We had a real slump sort of 15, 10 to 15 years ago. We dropped divisions and dropped down to Division 4. Really? Real slide. Yeah. Shit, that's pretty big for a club, isn't it? Because people don't want to go there. Correct. Well, you can't recruit. You can't recruit. You can't get sponsors. You can't. Who yeah. wants to give you 10 grand on the back of the jumper when no, no one's going to watch like games and that because you're going shit house? Like, yeah. Now, we went from a powerhouse in Premier Division to. So, my claim to fame, another one is that I've played in every single division. And Have you? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty wild. We played Upper Gully this year, and their last game before the finals, we played at Upper Gully. And I think that was probably the only ground I hadn't played at yet. Dead set. Going through it, I think I've probably played every yeah every and club in the league. Mate, that is an <laughs> insane stat. That is I thought bizarre. about that the other week. Yeah. Every grade, every ground. Yeah. Dude, so. you should take up footy. I reckon it suits you. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I've travelled every road in this here land I've been everywhere, man I've been everywhere, man Across the deserts, bare man I breathe the mountain air, man I travel, I've had my share, man I've been everywhere Our man Mace couldn't be here today yeah, He's a good man, Mason One of the greats You and he are both on Mate Rushmore We've discussed this before, <laughs> Mace and I You know, four mates that you could introduce to either your, your partner, your kid, your mum, your mate from footy, whoever. The mate you're most proud of. Well, yeah, but it's, it's more that like, okay, so they're not offensive, but also 
they're not like a drip. It's like, okay, he's nice, but it's like, like he's still a character to have a beer with, still not. Like, ticks all the boxes. You would vouch for them in any situation. Yeah. Mate Rushmore. Someone like myself, definitely not in the sculptor's <laughs> eyes. Like, that guy is hated by a lot of people. So, Mace has thrown us, he calls it his team of 18. So, we're going to have to fly through these. Okay. 18 quick fire questions. Yep. There's 18 players on a footy field. I think that's what he was going for. So, question one. Now, times have changed. We obviously don't advocate for uncontrolled aggression on the sporting field. Uh, That said, you did play through an era where players were a little more, shall we say, liberal with Mm. the use of their physicality. Uh, So, his question is, what's the best punch-on you've ever witnessed? Seen some big ones? Yeah, early early 2000s. Really? Uh, so we had two blokes, the Slater brothers, Adam and Lucas. Both like Adam was six foot six and he's a copper. You would not want him chasing you down a back alley. He's a mammoth mountain. Ruckman, full forward type, gun. Probably the best to play with. Really? Yep. Mint. And his brother Luke, madman. Like sent half back, just runs flat out. Has no other gear. <laughs> Red lines it. But they're brothers, Adam's older, obviously look out for each other. Played Lilydale at home one day. Must have been 03 or 04 maybe, I reckon. And Lilydale had brothers as well, the Kenny brothers. The full forward and a ruckman. This is already great. So Thanks, Mace. I think Adam, in a ruck contest, might have elbowed one of the, the other Kenny brother. And their old man, Lilydale, is in the hills yep. of Melbourne for those. Oh, mate, we go international. <laughs> for our totally. Ugandan listener, it's probably good luck. You call it country in a way, but not far from Melbourne. Mm. So there's a few rough heads. The old man, <laughs> old man Kenny was, he probably looked homeless. He was a homeless guy. They put a Lilydale jacket on. Like he yeah. just mad some water, smoke and drinking at 11 o'clock. Anyway, he's sitting. Why'd you sp- look at me then? Like, <laughs> you get it. Homeless guy drinking 11 a.m. I don't smoke. Come on, mate. So anyway, this blue erupts. Rock and the other Kenny brother have come in. There's, so there's two Slaters and two Kennys going at it. No one really wants to get too close because you're going to get injured. You're going to get hurt. But old man Kenny's jumped the fence and trying to stick up for his sons. The homeless man? Yes. Sonny Mun. Sonny Mun. <laughs> and he's going to throw haymaker at Adam. Oh, yeah, that'll do the trick. Sort of that'll do the trick. Adam's pushed him and then, mate, it was... I've never seen it before. It was unbelievable. Did the old man get out alive? I think he did cop one, but... <laughs> yeah. He'd have to be the dumbest man on earth to do what he did. Like... I don't reckon he was really thinking with his best faculties no. at that point. No, so that, that was a real good one. Wow. Um, and Vermont, our arch rivals, there was a couple there. At, you know, you always want to beat Vermont at Vermont. Yep, obviously. Um, Silver spoon had, in their I mean, mouth, wrong side day, of the tracks. I think it ended up being an actual draw, actually, but there was a big blue at half time. So they'll, they'll come with a couple of the real big ones. Yeah. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Question two How many asses have you slapped over the years? <laughs> Well, hang on. Are you are you an ass slapper? No, I am. A handshake man or a high fiver? No, I'm like I was just about to say on the bench coaching on. Oh, yesterday, really? Yesterday coaching? You're ass slapping on the coach. When they come off, yeah, it's a high five. It's like Top Gun style. Like yeah, high up five and down in, into up the and down. Uh, into the ass. Hundred percent. Little scoop maneuver. Yeah. Jeez, that'd be a lot over the journey oh, then. We'll get every, the abacus every, out. Every training you get called in, you come. Sure, boys come in, on, you know? boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, lots of ass slapping. High five. Question three: Is a beer in the shower? After winning a game, the best a beer gets. Oh, by far. That's it? Yep. yep. It doesn't matter if it's 40 degrees and you just rolled up the leads at work and you've cracked one on ice. It's you can't beat them. Two degrees outside, pissing with rain, you've just lost the way. 
even the beer in a shower with the steam going everywhere and just sit it up there on the ledge with the soap and it slips off and catch it. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's nothing you did, better. You just did like when Tubby Taylor got that slips catch where he kicks it off his foot and was like, oh, I can't believe I've got it. I just was transported to that. That's amazing. But even this day and age when it's craft beer, which I thoroughly enjoy, but it's always a Vic or a Melbourne can. Yeah, it's can yeah. Always cans. Always a cold yeah, can. Yeah. Can't beat it. You can get it walking. You can get it talking. You can get it working a plow. Matter of fact, I got it now. A hard-earned thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best cold beer is Vic. Victoria Bitter. I don't even know what question we're at. Four? What's with the tunes pre-game? Oh, it's... Can I swear on this? You yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's fucked. It is... Like, we used to have it back in the day... And it'd be a bit of Akadaka, a bit yep. of Hunters, a bit of yes, something just a bit of like yes, you know, thrust, a bit of foot tapping music, you of know, course. just to, of course, just get you jiving a bit. Hundred percent. It is a trance, doof doof, fucking oh, shit now. Yeah. Young kids, absolutely, you can't say. And it's so loud. Like, have you? I don't use that for game. You just see that subwoofer speaker thing. The speaker's bigger than a washing machine. They bought that with the fine money, like towards footy trip. Like it's, <laughs> it's like a players funded. Guys, there are better ways to spend that money. Forget yeah. the Sharon and the bloody smelling salts. I was reaching for glow sticks and a lollipop. What is going oh, on pre-game? I must it's changed say, a put, bit over the journey. I've got no idea what it's called, but when we win, they put one on. And when we're at home, we've got and it's a banger. And, and I actually yeah. kicks in a bit. The, Guess what, mate? It's because you've won. <laughs> yeah. They could put on the bloody Nazi death march yeah, and you'd be like, not a bad banger. I'll tell you what I did enjoy quickly. Because <clears throat> last week when I went and watched you guys play... Your first final, mm. the under-19s beforehand, there was a kick after the siren to win it, and it hit the post. Oh, yes. And he yes. missed it. And I had the perfect view behind yeah. it. It was actually like a Carlton draft ad. It was raining, so I went undercover all by myself in the other pocket. Yeah. And as he's lining up for it, I didn't realise there was a functioning canteen I was sitting at. It opened at midday. Roll it all goes up. This bloke leans in and goes, fancy a can, mate. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and behind him are these four double-decker fridges, all pristine cold cans of draft. He grips me one, I go to pay for it, he goes, nah, mate, hang on, this is for the win. So he lets me watch it, I crack it, bang, hits the post. The PA starts blaring Pat Benatar, hit me with your best shot, mad tune. I turn around to him, I'm just like, what has happened in the last 20 seconds of my life and how do I bottle it? Turn around to him and I go to pull my wallet out, pay for it. He looks at me and he goes, how good's footy, eh? <laughs> it's like, fucking, yes! It's fucking the greatest! <laughs> Hit me with your best shot, mad banger! Yeah, that'd be a bit of James Rain or Oz Crawl, something going on at three quarter time they yesterday. They had James Rain yesterday, oh, and I was like, distracted. Well, here's the thing one of your fantastic club mates from years gone by was there. And he kept looking over because the scoreboard was broken on the other side. Yeah, yeah. And he's looking over the shoulder. I'm like, you're trying to get the scoreboard. He goes, no, nah, I'm trying to work out where he's plugged in. Thought someone was playing acoustic guitar doing James Rain covers. <laughs> like, man, I reckon he's plugged into the PA just quietly. Speaking of after the siren, have you ever kicked one on or after the siren? No. Have you been well, in a, ba- a game well, I'm a back where... I've yeah. been on the mark or something. Have you? Have you been uh, in a game when it's happened? Yeah, there was one game. We, I think they were five points 
down. Oh, well, the scoreboard showed they were five points down. Yeah. No, it showed they were a goal down. They kicked a goal after Siren. We all think, fuck, it's a draw. Yeah. So everyone's like flat. I mean, they were sort of semi-celebrating, but yeah. <laughs> they fucked the scoreboard up. We were actually up by seven points. Oh, so we won by a point. no. So we went nuts. So what happens there? The umpires get together and go, hey, I've got a different score than the scoreboard. Yeah, because then, you know, they get together and they got to wave the flags at the yes. scoreboard and make sure it's all confirmed. Because on the weekend, it's funny you mentioned that, good friend of the pod at ours, Buckets, we were talking about when he did a finals game mm. in the country league years ago. He and his mate got paid in beers to do the scoreboard. So they were up there with an esky, just hammering them down. But then all of a sudden, it got to within a kick with a couple of minutes to go and they were going, fuck, we are no chance. Electronic scoreboard, they're like, are we on the right score here? They were so paranoid. Like, just have to, so it might have been the same thing. Yeah. You're not going to believe this. The scoreboard here at the MCG is on fire. This scoreboard could blow up. Make no mistake about that. This scoreboard could explode. Question, what are we up to, seven? <laughs> you tell me, Mace. Socks up or socks down? Oh, Stupid up. question. Up. up always, but not until I take my position. So warm up, run out, and warm up down. Ah. Oh. Then we, you know, we have the huddle. All yeah. right, captain goes. We kick that's that your way. game face move. That's my little superstition thing. You're up. Yeah, and I pull them up as I go to my position. You your mouth guard in so there? if I start on the bench, I wouldn't you pull them up until I'm about to run on. Yeah. Don't start on the bench that much, though. Well, when you drop some other poor bastard round one <laughs> so you can get a run, you're not doing it from the pine, are you? Yeah. It's actually an interesting move if you knew something like that with someone, instead of dacking them or doing something, you'd be like, I'm going to pull this prick's socks down. That'll show him. <laughs> How do you get long socks over your calves? It's disturbing. They're like basketballs. Maternal bovines are jealous of your calves. Choco lines up in the midfield. His calves are at centre-half back. <laughs> Have you got league-issued Duna covers? Like, what are you wearing down there? Those real the implants. What? Your calves, bro. Are you joking? Okay, keep it to yourself. But if you're telling me the real, I ain't buying it. Next question. I think it's eight. Who knows? Jason Ackermanis. Marry, fuck, or Kill. Kill. Well, you're a pies man, aren't you? Yeah, but this is a bloke. Yeah. I think he just oh. seems like an absolute fuckwit. You're not going to marry him. Great. One of the greatest. Want to root him? So, if he wasn't a redhead, I might think about. Well, having a crack. Yeah. Well, Brownlow medals, three-time premiership player. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of that comes my way. If this man. And I think there's been a, a little bit of a, a gay hunting going on where we're trying to get people to come out. And I'm not sure that's very safe and healthy for the competition either. If you are what you do in your private life, it is your business. We don't care. We're here to play football. Homoeroticism around football clubs, uh, that would be an interesting thing, Carlos. Uh, what workplace would you be able to see 20 men uh, nude all the time if you wanted to? And all of a sudden, you know, when you're slapping bikes on the bum and just having a bit of fun, what would that do to a man in there when you actually work out, oh, wait a second, Wait a second. Aka, 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 you're the one that has the problem here. No one else. That's right. Which AFL player in history most emulates you as a footballer? Who would you equate yourself to in terms of an Ooh. AFL player? Well, probably no one this day and age. They're too quick. Aka Manners? <laughs> nah. Oh, the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, back pocket. Back. Gavin Wanganeen would definitely not be me. <laughs> Whatever you were going to say, that I was like, God, you're full of yourself. Maybe like a Campbell Brown or something, maybe. Oh, yeah. Probably, probably not as hard as him. 
no good on the piss, that sort of stuff, or oh no, is he no good on the piss? Oh, I just made that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Campbell Brown, what? Just because of the position and yeah, no, I'm not the I'm not the most talented footballer, but I have a crack and mate, don't, don't be hard on yourself. You're a tremendous slouch. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm no slouch myself. <laughs> don't sell yourself short, Judge. You're a tremendous slouch. Okay, the best nickname. Ooh. You've ever played with or around? Ooh. I played with a lot of people. Obviously, a lot of nicknames. But the, you know, I love a lot of repeaters lot of, as well. Yeah, like Redheads Bluey and John O's and Mackers and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Is there a, have you played with a boater? Ever played with a boater? Shocking turning circle. No. Boater. Chicken? No, you played with a chicken? We play with a chicken now. Always a chicken. Always. We did have one bloke early 2000s who recruited from the Waffle. I think he won the league medal there. Chad Harding, and he's he was a registered like priest, but he was like really community church. He'd run community church groups and stuff, and yeah. so he was a reverend, the rev. I like that. Yeah, and he was that's like, like something out of like if you're like watching the ABC and they had a show like Sea Change. It's <laughs> yeah. like oh, our reverend plays in the ruck. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's so quaint, cracking bike too. Really? Yeah, you wouldn't think that he was like churchy and that, but well, as a priest, I wouldn't think he'd be a cracking bloke either. So <laughs> kind of goes both ways, doesn't it? I just like that Mace asked that, and he's got probably more nicknames than anyone I know. <laughs> the old Professor Mad Cow Disease Freeman himself. Pumpkinhead. Dead set. He's a fucking sniper's dream, that bloke. Old Mastodon. Not a good time to lose one's head. Oh, indeed. That's not the way to get ahead in life. No. It's a shame he wasn't more headstrong. Mm. He'll never be the head of a major corporation. Okay, that'll do. Okay. Question whatever. Have you ever had the runs while playing? Oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't wear undies. Oh, I wear we like, um, we you know, I like the little skin brief things, like their okay. skins. But... Don't say it like it's sexy. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not skimpy at all. So I've never taken them down and like, oh, shit, there's a little bit, a bit of... Dick that, Stella. Put, that, put yeah. that under the no, towel. good. So, okay, then, what's the sickest you've ever been when playing? And, and what about oh. some of your injuries over the journey? You would have had a truckload. Oh. Yeah, done both my shoulders and stuff, and they're still not that great. But I've never done knees or anything. A little hammy strain here and there, mm. or corkies and just that. But nothing. I've been pretty lucky, Touchwood. To oh, mate, I'll tell you who hasn't been lucky is old poor Pammy, the strapper. <laughs> yeah. Dead set. She's going to sue you for RSI on her wrists, mate. Oh, yeah. You've kept Chemist Warehouse in business over the last 20 years. <laughs> But, but being actually crook, I've, I've always got like some pseudo-cold and flus on me. Like, yeah. I take them like fucking Tic Tacs. Well, I'm a bit surprised, a bit of a tangent here, but I'm really shocked that we don't hear about, and maybe it's out there, we just don't hear about it, but how are more ex-footy players not really, like we don't have an opioid crisis like the States do, but they'd all be addicted to pain. Like someone like Dermy, oh, yeah. how is he not just minced all the time? His body's like braced up. <laughs> It's no good. In, and in you're, those and days, you're working as a chippy. Yeah. Does it impact your work? Oh, yeah. Like Mondays after a game is pretty hard, but it actually fun. helps that I'm active at work, you know. So Keep the body moving. Yeah. You might as well keep the tape on through the off-season, I reckon. <laughs> Just save Pammy <laughs> the time. You were more mummified than bloody Tutankhamen when we went and saw you. <laughs> Have you ever pissed in the away team's showers? He has this weird thing where he's like, that would be like a nice bit of like revenge or something. I'm like, mate, it's all pipes. It's all drains. Well, he, he, So I'm he, tipping he, you have if you <laughs> just had a shower in there. 
Yeah, well, you never go into the away rooms, whether you're at home or away, on a game day. But Thursday nights, I've, I've stopped it now because the women train the same time as us and they use the away rooms. Oh, okay. But we always used to shower in the away rooms on a Thursday night. Oh. There's a group of us. We call it the shower squad. We're just a, we just go in the away rooms. Sorry, what? The shower squad. The shower squad. <laughs> okay. I think we're finally finding a bit of dark to that light from the doco. So, and yeah, what would so, happen with the shower squad? No, just, it's just like a thing. Deck chairs out, sit in the away yeah, rooms. Well, These yeah. pricks aren't having hot water this week, <laughs> all right? Rarely hot water in there at the best of times. Good. But in saying that, like I'm probably one of four blokes that shower after training all games. Really? Blokes walk in with their undies and their jocks and then take them off in the shower. Like, just, times have change. You just oh, fucking nude up, get in. Nude up, get in, get it done? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why Pammy likes strap. Is she going to listen to this section? Because <laughs> <laughs> my locker, 32, is direct ac- line of sight from the trainer's room. Uh, his next question is, why do they say you've got a baby's arm holding an apple? <laughs> okay, I think we know why. He's completely stopped naked. Well, now I've really? seen everything. Well, you certainly have, Tony. It's plenty to see, too. Just have a go at that thing, you? What do they call him, Tangles? On away teams, yeah. what's the best team song you've heard? Oh, because they're all normally yeah. a derivative of a normal song, right? Like an AFL song. But yeah. your song, the Rams, nah, absolute not. belter. Yeah, it could go the shears. It's could go the shears because yeah. of the Rams, obviously. Yeah. yeah, unreal. Yeah, most of them are yeah AFL songs. Like East Ringwood of the Roos, so they're they're North Melbourne. But yeah, that's just a great theme song. Buckets again, friend of the pod, country boy. Buckets turns to me and goes, "Sounds like bloody click go the shears." Yeah. And we both kind of had that epiphanous light bulb moment of like, "Oh, Rams, shears." Yeah. That's mint. Why don't more teams try and do something a bit more unique? Well, I don't know. I, mean, I suppose, you know, it sounds like the songs they make in the 60s or the 50s or something. I think so, it works perfectly. Yeah, we've always had it. So The best I ever heard mm. was watching our mates play out at Therry. They were playing the Eltham Turtles. Yeah. Jeez, you'd be spewing if your mascot was a turtle. <laughs> what are you? You play to your 110 and hide inside yourself? Cheers. <laughs> spewing. Away trip to Galapagos sounds mint. <laughs> Like the least intimidating group ever. Anyway, shout out Elf from Turtles listeners. But they had, their tune was to the Richmond song. Oh, and yeah. when they do the best part of any AFL song, I think, Yellow and Black, yeah. the Elf from Turtles would shout out, Shells on our backs! It's unbelievable. <laughs> no. And they beat the twos and the ones that day. And I, my mates were playing for Therry. And I was like in Therry gear, vocal ads, and I'm like, I've got to hear this song. So both times I snuck in, it was unbelievable. Shells on our backs. <laughs> we never wait until the final siren's gone. Like the tiger of old, we're strong and we're bold, for we're from Tiger. Yellow and black, we're from Tigerland. 500 games, mate. What is your best win and your worst loss? Now, you mentioned something very early on about a granny that you lost up at three-quarter time. I'm tipping that's your worst. That's the worst. Oh, man. And that that would be my only senior flag. And I was talking to someone about this from the club a few weeks ago. Like, I feel like you only get remembered... If you win a flag or a BNF, I'm hoping I will get remembered. <laughs> Playing that many games. You're safe. Do you know what I mean? Like if you you win a flag, you know, your premiership reunions, yes. like a senior flag is the yep. 100%. Is the pedestal. Um, There's honours boards, your name's literally yeah, yeah, up there, yeah. you have reunions, yeah. 100%. But, and then that, yeah, to be so close to it. and then Was that around the time where you were winning? 2002, yeah, so yeah. There would be a few who played in that and never won one. 
Yeah, like probably oh, one man. of the best of like Heath Goodale. Never never won a premiership. Won like a reserves being at Melbourne and like gun footballer. Never won a flag. And was part of that defeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what just really, really quickly, what happened? Like they you just put the cue in the rack? No, nah, well, they we got killed in the ruck, I reckon. We they kicked ten straight in the last quarter. So in those days Ten straight? Yeah. Ten when? straight in the fourth. Sorry to bring this up. <laughs> Good luck with finals this week, Chuck. <laughs> okay, that's all we've got time for. <laughs> now, well, Dougie Barwick was our coach. Yeah. We had Damien Hallahan playing. He he kicked five in the first half and then went to bed in the second half. Really? On a milk had, carton. We had this Adam Slade in the ruck. But in those days, you just use guys off the bench when needed. Sure. You know what I mean? But none we, of this seven-minute rotation nah, bullshit. None of that stuff. But we had a kid on... Oh, oh, yeah. What were we, 20? And another guy my age who was like a backup ruckman to Slates. And Dougie just had him on the bench until junk time. The game was over. But So we got killed out of the ruck. In Jeez, the... you've oh, thrown a few names under the bus there. That's great. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it. You win the premierships. You win those things. But as anyone who plays any sort of sport, yep. the hurt from the losses resonate longer and harder, I think, mm-hmm. than the joy from the wins. Yep, 100%. You would be able to tap in, I'm tipping, yep. to how you felt at the end of that game of what the fuck just happened. Yep. A little bit easier than the joy of like, woo, we won it. Uh-huh. Okay, let's talk about best win. I think it's probably 2018 I captained the twos premiership. Yep. You know, from like 2012, we probably won three games in, what, eight, nine years or something. Like we were wow. shit out. God, that's rough. We went, we really. God, that is so rough. That might be too, it might be, might be that bad, but it was yeah, pretty bad. Well, the on the bottom, we got, we keep getting relegated. So we'll yeah, get... of course, you're not in the bottom. You're, is it every two go down or one? It two? is now, it was it's just every one then. So you were the worst in the yeah. comp for three years we went running? Two, we had two years in Divi 2, then went three, four. You had shells on your back? Four years in Divi 4 or something. So this year we recruited okay in the senior, we were going all right, the seniors lost the prelim, so we won the granny in the twos. Hmm. And there is a photo when the siren went one by nine points, and I I've seen I, that mate. Yeah, I'm sort of on my knees and hands up, and the, one of the AFL photographers was looking right at me in the pocket and got it. Like the club just deserve some sort of success, and I was a Divi Divi Four Twos flag, but it just needed some silverware to like it was like the you know the start of the rebuild in a way. Hundred percent after going through all that shit. Yeah, so that was probably the best win. Yeah, for the club's sake as well. You know what I mean? A little circuit breaker. Yeah. I'm by winning. I win here and I win there. Now what? Quickly, who's the biggest rival in your oh, time at the Rams? Definitely Vermont. I know we haven't played in them in a while because they're still in Premier, but yeah. Dates hate back. that mob. Well, hate that too, mob. Yeah. Silver spoon in their mouth. They're getting born on the wrong they side are, of the yeah, track. Yeah, purple and yellow. Purple. Who like chooses purple? Yeah. Who? Purple? Nothing rhymes with it. No. It's not a real colour. No. It's for royal people back in the day who used to get it off bugs. The Correct. colour of purple is not a good choice, guys. It's what they put in fucking hospitals in case people freak out. They want it to be nice and lavender. It's soothing. <laughs> who wants soothing? They got an anchor on it as well. I hate Vermont. No, what are they? The Eagles. Eagles. Oh, yeah, righto. Your Eagles, your sparrows flying with the Eagles of the Rams. <laughs> and click go the shears on your wings, you drips. Hate their guts. Hate their guts. I pure, straight, hate you. A couple of quick ones to go from Mace. Yep. Deep heat or extra virgin olive oil to warm up? <laughs> it should be a liniment. Wasn't it a liniment? Liniment. Was that the old like, lemon and olive oil? He's <laughs> <laughs> not roasting himself. Or no. wasn't it olive oil and lemon or something they used to mix together? And the smell of it is incredible. But it's, yeah, it it's all... Amazing. There's just stuff now we use 
I mean, you don't you don't slap it on yourself like you used to. Emu oil or something it's called. Okay. That, that's pretty, like pretty potent. Not yeah, it's like a DP, but probably not as hot and potent. But it, it's got a, a woof about it. Yeah. But even the Grippo, you use like this Grippo stuff. It's got a bit of a smell to it too. I took a bit in the rooms on the weekend. Did I you? don't know what that little jar was, but she was offering it to everyone. And I well, went, well, I'm trying oh, to steal some from Wave of Blues because you can't get it anywhere. Really? <laughs> so if you still got it, maybe bring it back for next week. Yeah, it looks like I'm making a bit of money on the old <laughs> black market. Hey, just quickly, again, I know we're going long here, but I had a deep heat incident. Oh, near the agates. Mate, year 10, so it would have been about 15, I was the... Worst position in sport, reserve goalkeeper for the ones. <laughs> it's the best position if you're in it, like, for Real Madrid. Because you don't do anything and you get paid millions. <laughs> it's boring as shit when you're 15. So, pre-game, put a bit of deep heat on the groin. Probably didn't have an injury. I just saw that that's what, what you're supposed you do? to do, is it? So, I do it. Sit down, reserve keeper on the bench. And it starts seeping down towards the, you know, the already Japanese flag back cat flap that I have and it's not doing me any favours so I'm like oh boys I'm going to go for a bit of a jog or whatever and the subs are like yeah sweet we'll come so we go down the corner do a few little things well I'm doing and after about five minutes they're like we're going to go sit down I'm like oh, I'm, I'm going to keep trying to I'm trying to air it out you know so I'm sitting down it was just burning it was air it out so the reserve goalkeeper for the whole first half this is in a knockout comp at Perry Park on a Wednesday night was just doing laps by himself down the corner and we're having a shocker we're down like two nil at half time mr raidi the coach comes in <laughs> switch gives him a bake no one's trying hard enough out there it's bullshit don't want up the only bloke out there who wants it is sunny he has not stopped warming up all game <laughs> reserve keeper by the time we got in at half time i'm straight to the dunnies i'm washing stuff i'm getting the ice out and i'm finally relieved i'm like oh thank god so i'm putting him on <laughs> oh, you're fucking kidding aren't you Finally got off of the deep heat. Went on, conceded three. I was going to say they kicked seven, did they? (laughs) (laughs) No good, mate. No good. They might have. Yeah, I think it was three. I lost count after a while. Should have gone the olive oil. It's one of those things that you heard stories of mates with primary school. It's like, oh, I know if it goes into your balls, it's going to, it's not good. But it's one of those things you like, you test out a bit, don't you? Like, (laughs) Like, isn't that bad? Sure is. I think I did it once when I was younger. Test it out. There it is. It took an hour. We got a bit of creepy information from Choco Mally. Did you see that guy's balls? Yeah, they were weird looking. Three to go. Out of ten, mm-hmm. how close have you come to murdering an umpire? <laughs> and on that, do you get more frustrated as a coach or a player, do you think, with decisions and things with like umpires. that? Well, in general. I'm, I actually try and get along with them. Yeah. Like, I chat to them, I... Yeah. I try and, and wash my hands all the time too, mate, but I probably slip up a few times. <laughs> but I suppose playing so many games, like you know, you sort of know them. Like you, especially true, early true. in two thousands to yeah, really yeah, good point. You might have the same guy every second week, like you, and you kept leaning in, going, "Any danger of voting this year, mate?" <laughs> yeah. PNF. Well, they, in me. those days, they come up for a beer and that too, and you know, into the rooms, and so you did know them. Like it's it's a bit different now. There is well, there is a shortage, but there are a lot, there are kids in that now too. Yeah. There's a few older ones. Mate, but... they're so young. Oh, it's terrible. Like, there's like 16-year-olds, umpire and senior footy. Mate, if this kid was 16, he needs to go and get cryogenically frozen or something. He was in the embryo. The kid giving the ball in on the weekend in your game, mm. dead set. Everyone get your Google calendar out for 12 years' time when he goes through puberty. He yeah. was a child. So you shouldn't. You should you not. be umpiring. You should no. never be officiating a grade that is beneath your own age. Correct. Above your own age? <laughs> 
They, we we all know, know what, what you mean. Ninety percent <laughs> of the time, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. From Mace, question seventeen of eighteen, and his team of eighteen. I can't know. Where is West Burwood? Does it even exist? <laughs> is that, did he really ask that? Where is West Burwood? West in capital letters. Where is West Burwood? Does it exist? It's probably hanging out with South and North Burwood too. What's going on? It's a very good point, actually. It's an incredible musing from Mace. Because <laughs> you know what it's like? So I play cricket in that Eastern League and there's upper plenty yeah. and lower plenty. There's no middle plenty? Anyone live in plenty? <laughs> is there any? It's not very plentiful. Is there middle plenty? Is there central plenty? Nothing. Is there no West Burwood, to your knowledge? There is not. There's Burwood, there's East Burwood, and then there's and Vermont. It. Yeah, so it's not, nah. So Vermont is really just a glorified, I'm trying to work this out, nah, the Venn diagram. Be... Could they be West Vermont? Would be like So back in the day, well, when they're naming these <laughs> suburbs, if I can get this right, you've got Burwood, then you've got Vermont. Your East Burwood, you would have had a choice. Now, guys, you can either yes. be East Burwood or you can be West Vermont. Get that fucking Vermont name out of our title. Yes. We're not Westies from Vermont. We're East Burwood. Yes. Click go the shears. Okay, good. We got to the bottom of that. Good yeah. question, Mace. It was a great question. Really good question. One out of 17 isn't bad. I'll take that to the historian of the club. Please do. <laughs> Last question from Mastodon, the sniper's dream himself. What the hell do you do on weekends in summer? I assume you reintroduce yourself to the wife and family. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Make up for lost time. Yeah. Um, is it weird that first week where you're not playing footy? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Discussion slash arguments you have with your wife. Like, yeah. There's a lot of things you don't get to do. Obviously, you know, go away for a weekend. Yeah, or, of course. Yeah, just things like that. So we try and do a bit of that sort of stuff. And Incredibly just, understanding you know. family is necessary when you play 500 <laughs> yes. games of footy in winter. Yeah. And I would have gone away with it too if it hadn't been for you snooping kids. Just give me a brief little summation. And we covered this in the documentary, so you don't have to go too hard. But yep. the club itself, what, what's East Burwood Rams mean to you? Well, I think it's just the people you meet. And, like, we literally... So when we started in the juniors... Obviously, your families and parents and that are involved and your siblings and all that. Like We all grew, literally grew up together. Like You see each other three or four times a week. You know, back then, you used to have the old the Sunday dinners, so you're back at the club. Yeah. You know, parents are on the piss and all the kids are running around the car park knocking on the windows that are fogged up. Everyone's having a shag in the back car park of the local. Everyone? Well, bloody hell, I'd play 500 <laughs> games. Might be a chance. You know, you're just doing kid stuff that you... Yeah. You, and they were literally... You spent more time with them than blokes you went to school with. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it's, um, you know, and those some of those families are still there now. Like the couple of dads in the beer booth, like, like their sons were, we grew up with them. You know, so what's that? Thirty odd years later. Yeah, it's wild to think of, isn't it? It's great. It's you know, near on most of your life. So it's, I think if it's all those sort of people that you you see so often and you know so much about, and they know so much about me, mm. it'll just feel weird going somewhere else and oh yeah, trying to connect all that again. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it'd be like having Christmas with someone else's family. Yeah, You're like okay, yeah, it's just don't you guys all give each other shit? <laughs> What's going on? This is a weird yeah. family Christmas. Exactly, and it's just yeah, it, it sort of becomes the norm. Like it's just, mm. I think I said to the guys on the radio that week that I, I would feel weird 
not going to be involved at footy in some shape or form on it's a Saturday. It's your North Star. It's muscle memory for you these days, isn't it? But, um, oh, I mean, look, and I am getting on. and I've never had a, a year off not involved since that day in the under-10s, like that year. So well, I haven't had a gap year and travelled or... Yeah, I've had some time away, weeks here and there, but those times are probably faster approaching than not. But I don't think the they moment. are, mate. <laughs> I don't think they are. Like as you heard in the doco, there's blokes who've known you who are like they'll bury him here. He'll be here in his nineties, and I don't yeah. doubt that for a second. And I think it's sort of emblematic of what not just the Burnwood Rams are and what your attitude to sport is. It's community sport is more than just footy. Like it's mm. it's the best of sport. Yeah, that feeling of it's not about points and premierships. Yeah, it's about people. Yeah, and passion. Yep, it's you know it's stories, not scoreboards. Correct, that sort of stuff. Like all, all that stuff, premierships and BNFs and yeah, it's mint. That's all. It's fan. It's what you play for. But it, that's all like a bonus in a way. Like 100%. there's so much work goes in behind the scenes for people that yeah. don't get paid a cent for. Oh yeah, just to get you you know thirty six blokes out in the park or each week. Like it's totally. It's incredible. <laughs> Not that I can be fucked on it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, for someone who couldn't be bothered, you're fucking putting, it, putting in the hard yards. Mind you, as much as it's not about, you know, premierships, it's more about passion and people. As I used to tell the juniors I coached at cricket, mm. it's not about winning and losing. It's about having fun. Yep. In my opinion, it's a hell of a lot more fun when you're winning. <laughs> Get it done, Rams. Get it done. Consider it done. Mate, hopefully there are two more games remaining. Yep, thank you. Eight great quarters for the mighty Rams Magoos. For anyone wanting to join myself and other passionate reprobates, this Saturday... Sunday. Oh, it's Sunday, is it? Everything's Sunday now. Oh, even God had a news up day. on that. Bring your kids with you. Bring your kids. So <laughs> this... Take out a lunch for a dimmy at Mitcham. So it's Sunday, the Rams are vying for another shot at Premiership Glory in the prelim. Yep. Where can everyone come to and check that out? Uh, Walker Park and Mitcham. Walker, 12. another baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> no wonder you felt at home. Uh, Twelve twenty. Who are you playing? Baronia. They finished top. They did. Obviously a good side. Like what are they your thoughts? Did. Yeah, but they got beat on Saturday. Just gone by Templestowe, who we lost to. So Templestowe in the Choco Five Hundred. Yep. You lost to in the finals. By eight and that day. Yep. After holding a lead. Yeah. They're straight in the granny. So you're telling me that this Sunday, when you get over Baronia. Yep. We're going to have to change the doco. <laughs> We're going to have to add a little slide at the end. By the way, went on to win the flag against this mob. Thanks for coming. Yeah. How good's that? Oh, I'll be there, mate. Hey, best of luck. Thanks, it's, mate. Uh, it's an honour to be a part of the 500. The access you gave us was absolutely exceptional. It was obviously something that was uh, new for, for Mint Sports and for yep. yourself. Yep. I look forward to 600 and a flag this week. <laughs> Chogo, you're a legend of local footy and the East Burwood Rams, but more importantly, you're an outstanding bloke. You're on Mate Rushmore for a reason. <laughs> you have tremendous character. Your mates love you. Your rivals, no doubt, respect you and stuff them if they don't. Yeah, yep. I'm talking to you, Vermont. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you think I give a rat's ass? Chuck, you should be immensely proud of not just your footy career, but your family and... The way that everyone spoke about you is something that you don't get to see often. And when it's one of your mates, it fills you with pride. So thanks for that. Yep. And for anyone out there listening who is a part of the Rams family, uh, and for the players especially, 
It's all for nothing unless you get the fucking job done. So <laughs> how about getting that win and not dropping your heads? Stay positive, all right? Finals footy, there's going to be momentum shifts. You're going to be down at some stage. Don't kick the dirt and have a bit of water battery. Stay positive, work for each other, and worry about the score at the full-time siren and not any single other one, all right? Work for each other. You can win a flag. It'll be the greatest moment of your lives if you have a shit life. Choco, <laughs> thank you for being a part of the Maybe Daily and for letting me stay at your house for the next two weeks. <laughs> Sorry, can I crash here, by That's the way? That's fine, mate. That's yeah. sweet. Uh, but in all honesty, thank you. And I guess stay mint. I love you. And go Rams. Yep. Now, thanks to you, Sonny Munn, and all the boys at Mint Sports. You guys are terrific. You're all good mates. And I hope your journey all goes well as well in the future. Are we in a fold if no one watches this? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Is this like the beat or end all of mid-sports? Yeah, no, you fucked us. You fucked us. All right, mate. I'll see you uh, on the weekend. We'll do. Thanks, mate. Legend chop. Thanks, mate. talk about the best type of piss mm. right a little sidebar yeah. and we worked out our top five five was a bit of a token one it was like plus one piss this is my top five i love being a plus one where it's like i don't really know anyone i can kind of do what i want i'm not gonna make a complete ass of myself but yeah i love a cocktail let's go i'm plus one in tonight yeah it's free i'm in yep four holiday piss Yep. You go away, it's freezing, you go away somewhere nice and warm. You'd yep. never go away because it's winter and you're playing footy. <laughs> yeah. But it's that, you know, you're drinking by the pool. It's, again, pina coladas. Yep. Let's do it. Holiday piss. Free piss, number three. Yep. Speaks for itself. Given. Does what it says on the can. Two, winner's piss. Yep. Winner's piss has oh. got to be as good as it gets. Because often it's free too. So if you oh, win the is. flag, oh, yeah. you probably spend a fortune, but like, come on, man. No. You are making money. If you... If and when the Rams win the flag in about 11 days' time, you're going to be having the second best piece of all time, in my yep. opinion. And out piece. of a cup. Oh, like a, a, a big a pewter cup. Like, like a, a truffle, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's probably, it's probably got me. Um, actually, that's going to be my opening line on pre-game on Sunday. <laughs> best type of piss. Oh, you got the keys to the city. You can do what you want. Yeah. What can beat that? The only thing that can beat it, we worked this out recently, freedom piss. So you're Ooh. Andy Dufresne and you've fucking gone through 500 yards of muck just so that you can sand down a boat in Zaywatanao with your mate and, like, you got away with it. It's like, I don't know, say you accidentally had a clash of heads with someone and were taken to court or, like, for instance, I don't know, maybe yeah. when you were younger you used a fake ID and then you defended yourself and you got off. I'm just saying, maybe these things happen. That Who first that beer story? afterwards, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Here's like just throwing it out there. Maybe you illegally hired a ute to move house when you were 18 through your mate who worked at Mobile, whose dad's credit card you used. Then you rolled the ute three times, totaled it. Your mate who rolled the ute with you in it defends you in court, gets off because the prosecutor was useless. He then ends up studying law. That first beer. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that so it's actually better. it's actually freedom piss, but it's 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 found not guilty piss. It's found not guilty. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Otherwise, it's just a relief. If I hadn't yes. done, if, if people haven't done anything wrong, then yeah. Okay. All right. I'm assuming you were guilty of sin and you got off. All right. Back to Mace's 18. Oh, what a woman, Renee. Come on in. Your lovely wife's just come in and offered us a can. 
Sounds of, like uh, sodium. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm, I can talk all night. When are you going to go to bed? It's, we'll wrap up in a minute. All right? Thank you. Oh, what a woman. Hey, six best piss. Last <laughs> piss. Yeah. Pity it's a right. pink flamingo from our friends at Dayton Brewery. Just throwing plugs in there. Just... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Choco is dressed by his mother. He's now wearing two different coloured socks thanks to the good folk at Bonds. And Hard Yakka have given him shorts galore. <laughs> How good's footy, eh? <laughs> <laughs>